I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest. Podcast Network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is wickedly talented. The McRib is yeah. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levens. My name is the wickedly talented Angus Truscott. Is that still? Should I bring that intro back? I don't even. I don't even know what our intro is anymore. I haven't edited an episode in forever. Yeah, whenever I edit it, it's just the um, PS5 is big. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Wavy Davy B. All that's still true as well. The PS5 is big. Uh, the McRib isn't back. As we know, it's the Mc, uh, celebrations. Maybe I'll change it to the McRib is black and people can make of that what they will. <laughs> like, did you burn it? Maybe. <laughs> um, is, yeah, it, anyway, uh, so- is it like, you know, rhythm and blues? Are white people stealing McRibs from black people? Maybe. It's up, to, it's up to the listener to decide. Uh, massive week this week. Uh, Angus and I are, are committed to uh, recording the podcast over Zoom again as the Sydney COVID situation gets better well, and better. This isn't Zoom, actually. This is oh, uh, you're right. FaceTime. You're right. It's a FaceTime. We are it's, Mac daddies. We're be- we're, we, yeah, we don't use Zoom to record. We use our own independent uh, hardware because that's how serious we are. <laughs> I will say to everyone who uh, is determined to only record on Zoom, FaceTime is better because if the network ever times out on my, or Wi-Fi, it automatically switches over to 5G and we're sweet. We're living on easy street. And being uh, a 75% vaccinated podcast, uh, mm-hmm. the 5G be really good. Yeah, yeah. So what, you've had both your shots and I've that's had one right. of mine. By the time we record next week's episode, I'll have had both. We'll be 100% fully vaccinated entertainment. But now they're saying... <laughs> Which, uh, you need, did you see not like... Not even Netflix is. Did you see they were like, um, if you want to be vaccinated against the Delta variant, you should Get have a third three, one. three Pfizer's. Fuck it. Sign me triples, up. Triples is best. That's right. Triples, <laughs> triples is safest. Oh, man. That was um, like the, lo- the lowest point of the week. Fucking when did they say Bob, that? Bob Odenkirk. Um, hey, he's gonna be—he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be okay. He's—he's. He's, he's, but like last night, there was news that he collapsed on set on while while filming the new season of Better Call Saul. And yeah, uh, man, that, that is not what the world needs right now. Hey, uh, he saw anything- um, Jesse. Uh, was it Jesse Plimpton? Plimpton was Pink, his name. <laughs> no, the 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 other guy. Huh? From Red Camaro, Todd. Oh, Todd. Yeah, right. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons, he saw his uh, weight gain from the prequel and was like, how am I supposed to believe this? <laughs> this, is not, this is not good continuity. He was a real cannon head for BB, which is Breaking Bad. He's on he universe. Just, uh, he collapsed on set. The Soulverse, the Walterverse. Yeah, the Soulverse is cool. Uh, but yeah, it looks, looks like Bob Odenkirk's going to be okay, everybody. He's going to be okay. You should still watch Nobody, Angus. It's good. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Um, fuck all else to do. Pig. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Pig. The new. How can Nick we Cage watch Pig? Movie. I want to watch Pig real uh, bad. Is it on? Is it on streaming services, or do we have to nah. break the law? Yeah, I'll, I'll um, I'll uh, I'll put a copy in a cake for you and send it over. That's great. Um, I want to watch style. What's the, the new A24 movie? Um, uh, Green Knight. Oh, Green Knight looks sick. Yeah, I'm dying to see that. That ain't coming out here anytime soon. No, nothing's coming out ever. <laughs> We're so fucked. <laughs> Yeah, the guy that did Green Knight did Pete's Dragon, the live action one, which I haven't seen. 
they um they actually released a press release now saying that they'll release Green Knight once every Australian has had no less than five Pfizer shots. Five's is best. <laughs> yeah, that's that, it's insane. I mean, I'm just you know I'm bummed I didn't see the Fast Nine and Forty X more than anything. It's like the only thing I have over you at the moment, <laughs> and it doesn't feel as good as it should. Not your family, not this. <laughs> All of these. <laughs> the house I, I like that. The one thing I have over you right now is Fast Nine. It's true. You currently have all of our Son of the Mask merchandise. You currently have all of my uh, Evangelion Rebuild Blu-rays. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> this I watched podcast. Two, I watched two point two two, the second Evangelion Rebuild. Um, Can't believe so you're funny, finally like, doing it. Like just having to explain it to people, especially like B's friends. B's friends will be like, "What did you watch on the weekend?" I'm hearing on the phone. She's like, "Oh, we watched the Evangelion movie. Yeah, it's a rebuild of a series. Um, it's 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 not quite a remake because it's not the same at all. But it was done like ten years after. The, yeah, and just like hearing her. Oh, I can't it, even explain it. I didn't even know how to explain it. It's like there's nothing really you could compare it to. Yeah. Uh, she really didn't like the first rebuild. We watched that a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I knew that I had to. Fo- we had like I was like this weekend we have to, we have to watch, we have, we have to watch like one of the rebuilds every week, up, up until the fourth one comes out on Amazon mm. Prime. Is it August like the second week of August or something like that? Yeah, it's August thirteen, I think. Damn, that's super exciting. Um, I know that's like one good thing happening. But she didn't like the first one at all because it was very similar to the series, like the first you know, mm. half of the series. But it obviously had a very weird pace because they try and cram so much of it in. Um, and, and it felt yeah, like it's, the, the it's small like changes just felt odd to her. I don't even think there's any changes in that one. Maybe just the inclusion of Kaoru a little early, seeing allusion to him on the moon. And then you also get the reveal of um, uh, Lilith. Oh, that's um, in that one? Much earlier in the first one too, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, yeah, but the, the, the second one just goes off the rails like immediately and there are familiarities in it, but it was so different and so fun. Like so the pacing of that like opening... So you meet a new character whose name is like uh, Mari yeah. and yeah. she's uh, she's American or she's European. She's an American. Um, she's like British Japanese, I think. Okay. Swing and a miss, love. Um, and Mari, illustrious Makanami. <laughs> She's kind of very mysterious, so I, they, there's probably a reason why we don't like know all yet. Japanese British people. Yeah, they're uh, extremely mysterious. Uh, um, fuck, dude! Yeah. Like, like it was such a well put together movie. I, like, I, I, if I know the three, it like goes completely bonkers. Like, you don't, mm. you you're saying you, you've seen it multiple times. And you have no idea what happens in it, right? I could tell you scenes and stuff. You no, know, it, it is like, yeah, it is very... I guess when I say I don't know what happens, that's not true. But compared to the first two, which are like, you know, very similar retellings of a series I'm extremely familiar with. Third one is like, okay, this is all new. I got to really... I don't know what's going on. And you're made to feel... Uh, very left out. You're just kind of like, what's going on? There's a, there's a character in it who has is kind of bit yeah she's british it says um but yeah you just don't know what's going on you're kind of in the shoes of a character in it who doesn't know what's going on either and you're just kind of like oh why is everyone acting weird why is and it's kind of like makes you a bit upset because people who are nice to the said character aren't and you don't get an explanation why you kind of have to feel, figure out what's going on oh fun that sounds it's kind of like <laughs> yeah it's good though because you it's like you know if they were just retreads of the series it's like that already exists you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not a yeah. fan of like re- remastered. Like, I don't care if it's like nicer animation of the retelling of the series. I love the animation of the series. It's so charming. It's like of its time. It's very deliberate. Uh, but yeah, the third one I just love because they're like, yeah, now we're different. And it's like, fuck, this is very strange. Yeah, because the f- And I do the think first... it improves things. Like, Kaoru is a, you know, him and Shinji get their due, which is good. Like, their relationship and stuff, which was so big based on one and a half episodes of the original series. Like, in terms of merchandising, fandom, etc. Like, that was an undercooked thing when you finally see it in the series. If you were, like, aware of the show beforehand, you're like, oh, is that it? They just, like, yeah, hang out for I, I like that, yeah, like, it was, like, a big deal when, when Netflix got evangelion because it meant so many people were going to be able to finally watch it but i feel like even less people have had the ability to see the rebuilds yeah totally um, 
The tree's great. You're the only person in in New South Wales that owns them on Blu-ray. Yeah, I think so. They were really hard to get as well, even though they're like Australian versions. Yeah. They were like $48 each or something. Just like those crazy (laughs) anime prices. So rude. Oh, so rude. And now I'm just like, cool, I'll never have the fourth one because it's an Amazon thing now. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, of course. Um, But yeah, it's going to be sick that everyone has has them on, on arguably the worst... The worst streaming service. No, Binge. It's binge, a step of course. Up. Yeah, Binge is the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I don't have officially don't have Binge as of today. My uh, my my free twelve month membership expired. Oh no! How will you watch? How will you like shave seconds off your days? Yeah. How, how will I watch a My Little Pony uh, episode with my daughter and then get recommended a documentary on Nixon as the next yeah. related watch? <laughs> no other app um, can can offer that. So, what did you think of the ending of... Uh, what would you think of the stuff that happened in Rebuild 2? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. Like, I, I loved it. Like, the first one is, like, a pretty, like, true to the, the first, what, 10 episodes of, of Evangelion retelling. Yeah, maybe the first eight or so, yeah. And then, then this kind of wraps first up... six. R- wraps up, like, the, the middle of, of the series. It skips um, a bunch, yeah. Which yeah. One, which angels are in it? They have some weird new ones. There's that weird one at the start where she, Mari's in like the big green bulbous Evangelion with like the spider legs or something, like the round yeah. one. No, with like wheels. Well, Oscar's um, uh, introduction is incredible. She like spin in, in her Evangelion, spins through the angel and bursts it. And That's right. It. It's like a clock one. It's like a clock Evangelion is, uh, yeah. angel, isn't it? It's That's kind right. Of yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. And her, and, like, her love- Evangelion's different. It has like horns. It's got like a different face. This is, this is shit that only you would notice. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. It's not only me. There's... <laughs> <laughs> there are dozens of us. Um, I love how much gorier it is, too, just in terms of how much ridiculous blood spurts mm. everywhere whenever an angel is destroyed. Like, at one point, it just oh, floods Tokyo 3. Um, it's sick. Yeah. And there's this beautiful clip of everyone in Tokyo 3 just, like, enjoying their lives. Um, Great Like, bit. set to such a, like, incredible music. Um, mm. Like... It, I like that, like, even though it tries to cram so much of the story into a pretty short runtime, it does mo- allow for these moments of brevity where you do just see not just the cast of Evangelion, but even just the the, the people who live in Tokyo 3 just, in, you know, well, going yeah, to the series, life Yeah, you watch the series and it's, you know, uh, lower budget than anime now and stuff. And you kind of just got the feeling it was like a deserted city almost. Yeah. But when you watch yeah, this, totally. you realize it's like quite a functional city. You see like people walking around, there's jobs and stuff like, yeah, I, I, I do like that. It adds to the world building. Um, it has my favorite, my second favorite angel in it. The one uh, at the end, the one with like the flappy arms and the one that Shinji, you know, initiates third impact with. Oh, yeah. Man, the ending is so fucking bonkers. But then Kaoru stops it or something by throwing down the spear. And you're like, what? What's going on? Yeah, well, that's like, like a post credit scene almost. That's like a big thing. Like the whole original series was trying to stop Third Impact. And then they kind of just like skip and they're like, no, nah, Shinji does it here now. He's like a different person. <laughs> he, he went in to try and rescue Ray Because in the original series, he doesn't like, you know, Ray's gone. She like sacrifices yep. herself and blows up. Um, so I'm, uh, yeah, like I'm just thinking about Evangelion being on Prime Video and you know I pay a lot of attention to the the social media accounts that that oh, like, yeah. especially like the localized ones so like I think Netflix do a pretty good job in Australia of promoting Netflix do a good job yeah especially the original stuff um, but the idea of Prime Video's social team having to promote the Evangelion mov- movies is so exciting to me uh, because I don't know if anyone in Australia has ever looked this up, but Prime Video, if you go to facebook.com slash Prime Video A-U-N-Z, that's the uh, mm. official um, account for, for Prime Video. And the local team here just do the worst posts. Uh, so to give you an example, <laughs> they'll like, you know, they'll, they'll do some genuinely helpful stuff like, you know, June's over, Julying. I don't know what that means. Check out what we have on our slate this coming month. What are you watching? And then we'll just have all the movies and shows that are coming to Prime Video including every single Resident Evil movie. Did you know you could watch all this? Um, I didn't, know. But then they'll just try and do like, just like really gross grabs at like clickbait and like trying to get like comments and likes. likes. So eight hours ago, they tweeted with the caption, fellas, let us know. And then it's a meme template that says at the top, who's playing you? And um, you have uh, that Scottish, Irish dude from um, the IT crowd. 
Oh, sure. That guy. And then you have... um, uh, Fuck, I don't remember right, any of these guys' him? names. Uh, it just says, who's playing you? And you have you have Jake Gyllenhaal. You have Chris Pratt. And then you have... um, Who was the guy from Freaks and Geeks that ended up making a Muppet movie? Uh, Jason Segel. Jason Segel. And yeah, so who, Angus, who's playing you? <laughs> so wait, you've got Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt Jason... No, Jason who? Just four white guys. Basically. Like Jason Segel, but who's the other one? The the guy from the IT crowd who then was in like oh. a whole bunch of Well, look, of I'm going to say Jake Gyllenhaal just because he seems cool as, and chill and I'm I'm going to bags him before you. Who are you, fellas? Who are you? Oh, ov- you're- obviously Chris Pratt. <laughs> we see yeah, the most eye to eye politically. Ripped. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got buff. Um, you love your family. <laughs> I, I, I like to go to Hillsong Church every single day. You've been to church more times than I have this year. That's very um, true. Yeah, yeah I, li- no. I lied about my, my children's religion so they could get into a, a school. Yeah, no, it's very much. Yeah, you are Chris Pratt. I'm yeah, sorry. But here we go. Here's another great uh, example of an Amazon Prime video post. If you got one day to spend with your fam- favorite movie star, who and mm. where? Sunglasses emoji, pointing down emoji. Who are you? What are they? Is that insinuating? Like, suck my dick. I've got like sunglasses on. Almost every, every, almost every comment is like Paris Hilton at her place. What? This is insane. This is Sam (laughs) Hewen dressed in his character role of Jamie in his kilt in Outlander in Scotland on a picnic blanket, and we're having a picnic. This is bonkers. Denzel Washington at a pub. <laughs> These are like, this is like the world's worst radio talkback, and I'm extremely here for it. Yeah, Robin Williams, his house. He can spend the time with his family. I'll just chill outside. Oh, that's yeah, so well, sad. Fuck. I don't want to. Uh... <laughs> that's that's dark. Um, oh, how man. many followers does this account have? Uh, let's see, uh, fifteen million. <laughs> Oh, okay. So this is an Amazon U- Australia, is Well, it? no. So it is. I guess they just they just claim that they have the same likes. I think it's Amazon Prime, no matter where you are. Okay. But they're they're able to localize it as well. Yeah. Cool. I'm on Binge's account because Binge is like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have like. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, oh, okay. They finally have like graphics now. Before I've- it was just like really. I've really got a really bonkers. good one. I, see, I sent you this this week because it makes no sense. Um, yeah. The, so we have a, a the, the caption is, who kel- killed Kenny? And then a laughter oh, face yes. emoji. And then yeah. the meme is, you can only save one. And then you have a picture of Michael Scott, a picture of Ron Swanson, a picture of Kenny from South Park, and a picture of George Costanza. I don't so understand this. what this means. That reminds me of when, like, they were like, an AI made this picture. You know, like... <laughs> yes, definitely. Because yeah. it's saying, who killed Kenny? And then it says, only you can save one. <laughs> that doesn't want you to save Kenny because you don't want him to die. Or is it saying, out of like, these four people, someone killed him and we're just using the you can only save one template? Like, I don't get it. I guess it's, or are they saying, like, you can bring back one of these shows? Or kill Kenny? I don't understand. It makes no sense. Or they saying Kenny's suicided? Like they're like, <laughs> I, man, I I really don't understand. And then just like generic movie posts, like Julia Roberts is goals. What's your favorite role she's played? And then just two pictures, <laughs> one an old picture of Julia that says then, yeah. and then a new picture of Julia that says now. But I don't think there's any Julia Roberts movies on Amazon Prime in Australia right now. It's that just like. Rules. Gen- Lights on or off during a scary movie. Um, who who is doing the the, the the Facebook stuff for it? It's amazing. Yeah, binge isn't that great. Um, and neither is their Twitter. There's one that's like someone they've just binge help has responded. This is so weird. So someone um just tweeted that they were watching Man of Steel, the first entry in the DCU on HBO Max. Yeah, tweeted it saying, "Old friend, it's been a while." Hashtag restore the Snyderverse, and then someone's retweeted that and has said, "Hey, at binge," and then a wink, and then for some reason, binge has responded and says, "Hey," and winks back. It's like <laughs> that's not help. <laughs> that's someone flirting with the DCEU. I love to flirt with brands. 
Um, yeah, that's that's horrible. Here's a good one from Amazon Prime Video. You can only save one. And the four options are the Amazon original series, The Boys, the Amazon mm. Origins, original series, <laughs> Invincible, the Amer- mm. Amazon original series, Good Omens, and the Amazon original story uh, series, Clarkson's Farm, which I guess is oh, wow. a, a, a show about the guy from Top Gear having a farm now. Oh, sick. But I also just love like the social media team going, yeah, fuck it. Let's threaten that three of our most popular series are going to be cancelled. Yeah, which one are you saving? <laughs> I'm saving Clarkson's Farm, obviously. I, every yeah. that that half of an episode of Top Gear I, I watched, I spent the entire time going, "Man, I hope this guy has a farm one day." Man, I remember when I worked in a bookstore, like in the mid to late uh, noughties. Yeah, and I've never, what's it, I've never watched Top Gear because I'm not like British and like. <laughs> A loser. <laughs> like it's just not oh, you're, for me. Like, you have you have huge car guy energy, Angus. Yeah, I get I get car every, guy energy. That's our most request in every email we get to the Heyfan Podcast at gmail dot com. Um, is just people going. I got to know what car does Angus drive? What, what, yeah. what does Angus hit the streets in? But I just remembered when I was working there. Um, they had like, se- he's written several books, and they're just all just books that people would buy their dads constantly. Uh, there's like, yeah, they're all non-fiction. He's got like Clarkson on cars, Clarkson oh, yes. Hot 100, Born to be Riled, <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson on Ferrari, <laughs> The World According to Clarkson, I Know You Got Soul, and another thing, The World According to Clarkson 2, Don't Stop Me Now, For Crying Out Loud, The World According to Clarkson 3, <laughs> Driven to Distraction. That was just every, yeah, it was just like, this, and they all look identical. They're like those, um, sad dog books that your uh, kid reads. <laughs> Didn't it like come out that he covers. was like a huge piece of shit? Yeah, of course he is. He's like British in a boomer. Like, I think... <laughs> of course he is. They all yeah. are. I'm pretty sure... Yeah. He um, was like dismissed from Top Gear for being... For like well, provoking they got rid of Top Gear. Yeah, and then it was funny because Amazon picked it up immediately. <laughs> as whatever it's called now. Bottom Gear. Um. Yeah. They the, the this Amazon Prime uh, social media team loves this 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 format. You can only save one: John Wick, John Wick Two, or John Wick Three. Shit, that makes it's a lot of, not, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's not how memes work. It's Let's get rid of number one and just see if the movie makes sense from two and three onwards. <laughs> Uh, th- here we go. Uh, in March 2015, Clarkson was suspended by the BBC from Top Gear following a fracas, which is a word that I don't think gets used enough, with one of the show's producers. It emerged that Clarkson had been involved in a dispute over catering. He had been offered cold soup and a, uh, he'd been offered soup and a cold meat platter instead of a steak that he wanted because the hotel chef had gone home. That's- <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was dismissed because he yelled at them over. He got soup instead of a steak, so he's like. Real um, how to barbecue right energy or Ron Swanson energy. You know what I mean? It's real yep. like get this rabbit food away from me, vibes. <laughs> That's really That's funny. Great. I'm pretty sure he was racist as well. I mean, he is British, and by default, you're racist. <laughs> um, he's racist to soup. Yeah, he uh, at a charity auction a few days after that. Um. He launched into a tirade against BBC studio bosses related to his suspension, saying the BBC have fucked themselves. <laughs> and then he was asked not to come back or something. <laughs> That's really funny. Wow. It, there's a uh, The Guardian have published Jeremy Clarkson's biggest controversies. <laughs> a whole, Dude, this is really amazing. funny. He has an opinions and influence sub on his wiki. Um, he has politics, obviously. He says he's in favour of personal freedom and against government regulation, uh, saying the government should build park benches and that's it. They should leave us alone. <laughs> um, but then, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he's obviously a uh, Remain vote for Brexit. No. Oh, no, he supported a Remain vote and does not support Brexit. Which is... I'm Look, I'm surprised with that. How um, good is having... There's actually a subheading in his uh, Controversies article, which is more than six years old, so you know they've left a lot out. But yeah. one, of the, one of the subheadings is the N-word row, in which he, on a Top Gear episode, recited the original 
um, uh, lyrics to the uh, nursery rhyme, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo. Fantastic. So what, did it go to air? Were they just like, it was, an, it was an outtake. And then he says afterwards, I've been told by the BBC that if I make one more offensive remark anywhere at any time, I will be sacked. He loves it, doesn't he? He's like Kenny Powers, actually, with cars, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm looking, uh, you know, being a FaceTime episode, uh, I'm on his wiki page and I'm looking at it, but I've never seen this before. He has a, he has, um, just has a tab called military interests. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. Clarkson has been an interest, has a keen interest in the British Armed Forces and several of his DVDs have featured a military theme. (laughs) That's, That's awesome. Amazing. You can tell he updates. You can tell he updates this. And then he has... I've never seen this before. He has a likes and dislikes section. <laughs> so in his Wikipedia. His Wikipedia. That's yeah. unhinged. That's great. What does he like? Cars. Um, <laughs> you can't people. be a true petrol head until you've owned an Alfa Romeo. Is what It's a quote of his which leads the likes, which again makes me believe that he has updated this. <laughs> uh, dislikes. He doesn't like the British brand Rover. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's like... An Australian equivalent to Rover. Um, and he hates... He has his expressed hatred for the Prius. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's That rules. Um, he's a, he, so, Okay, I take it back. He's actually really funny. <laughs> he's like this. No, all the worst people he's, are the funniest people in the world as well. Yeah, he's we just this that. unhinged British dude. Oh, man, how funny speaking of... How was that Trump video I sent with the routers? Oh, man. You should... Yeah, that's a... <laughs> One of the, I think it's like the new greats. Try not to say router less than 30 times challenge in a minute. Yeah. Just... I, don't, I don't even know the context of what he's talking about. Same. I think it's speaking about voter suppression. Like, you know how he's like, the votes were rigged? I think right. he's like, I think he thinks that all of the hidden votes are on routers, <laughs> literally. Look, look like... up, everyone look up Trump routers. And it's just like, it's yeah, a this clip is of recent. You'd think, about it. You would think this was from like four years ago when he was president. You would think no, this, is a, this is a pizza commercial from 15 years ago, but no. Yeah. This is, uh, this no is way. Trump. New new footage of Trump saying the Ain't same no one word that cross. 50 times in two minutes. It's great. Yeah. The R word <laughs> and not the one you think. <laughs> <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, hey, so uh, we got a kind of... We kind of got... A new Kanye West album in the last week. Oh, we got like uh, hints of it. Why don't you Why don't you talk us through your Friday, Angus? Sure. Um, so this one came out of nowhere, didn't it? Like a year ago, we were promised. It came out of nowhere a year ago. <laughs> no, I mean this screening or whatever it was happened kind of like relatively out of nowhere. It was announced, and then three days later, it happened, which is kind of unheard of for like. The last five years of Kanye. Yeah, so I mean, the last few albums, he there's there's so much hoopla in the lead up. Um, there has been, you know what? There's actually he's never. I think he's only released one album on time. Yeah, 
Either yeah, going we, back we, to yeah. but it just wasn't internet events then. Like it was CDs pressing and stuff. So there was more stuff that he has missed. I think it's something like he's missed like ninety percent of his release dates. But it just was before streaming, before like it was kind of very noticeable. Having said that, though, he he made all of the Wyoming albums basically on time, which is insane. <laughs> which mm. is like the most stressful role, like the most ones that should be most stressful. He managed to deliver like every week, which is kind of hilarious. And so that but was everything he, else. He did. He first did like the big streaming party where he like you know got a big group mm. of people together and streamed him playing the album. Well, that was Pablo. But oh, really? Oh, of course. You, yeah. You, so and you saw that one in a movie garden. cinema. Yeah, they beamed it live at movie cinemas. It was like right. you could go and watch it, which was sick. It was like nine a.m. our time. How much did it cost uh, to get a ticket to watch a streaming of a? I think Kanye it was album? free. I think you just had to go on the website and like it was that or like ten dollars or something. But it was sick. It was like live. It was awesome. Quality was crazy, and it was like live from Madison Square Garden. And it was basically at that point like eighty percent complete Pablo, and then it didn't come out properly for like a week later. And he famously uh, was tweeting the whole time, being like, "I'm going to fix this song. I'm going to do this." Um, because were, yeah, were you it, waiting? It was weird. Like when you got into the cinema, were you waiting a long time for the stream? To yeah, start? like an hour minimum. Yeah, for right. sure. It's always like that. <laughs> like, who's ever shown up on time? <laughs> it's so fucking rude. So he did a stream for Donda, which we'll get into like the announcement of this album, and like you know what 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 Angus's emotions were in the lead up to it, but. It was like 9 a.m. Friday. Tune in to Apple Music. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Uh, and Apple Music had like a had a like a, a, a live feed of a stadium, um, which was like we- cool that he used an actual good streaming software. Like last time there was that weird WAV app. Like they've always been like very dubious. He's never used like a YouTube or an Apple or something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, the fact Apple are promoting this, this seems kind of like it might happen. Even then, I was still dubious, but. So it start, the stream opened at 10 a.m. and the the album didn't start actually like playing until to like the crowd. after 11 or something. It was well, it was like at least 90 minutes. Yeah, uh, maybe 11:30 or something. It was just and then the so the so the feed was just like a camera rotating around a stadium of people waiting for Kanye to show up to stream his new album. Well, he was there, he, and as we've now learned, he's not left. <laughs> This is like yeah, like the this story is is so fucking amazing. But so tell I, me, so, like, so, no one else can really do this on the planet right now. Like this is like borderline Michael Jackson at his like insanest. Like, I, I don't know if I don't know if it's like, it's a case of no one could be able to do it. It's more of a case of no one would, no one's team would let them do it. But Kanye, yeah. But then it's also like I don't I don't see anyone else who kind of commands this type of like. I must suffer for my art history more than Kanye West at the moment. Still, well, also, he, like, but he, ex- he expects his fans to suffer too. <laughs> like, it's such a. He weird... didn't say though. Technically, he didn't say that the album was coming out that day. He said a scr- uh, a live streaming event would be happening. So this is Everyone like, else assumed an album would come out, including if Kanye, myself. If Kanye was a um, a video game studio. He'd be Nintendo. Absolutely Nintendo. Oh, one hundred percent. So many baffling choices and so much just like treating fans like shit <laughs> yeah and then uh, and the fans are fucking loving it oh yeah we lap it up but look a year ago he said donda was coming out after what was called god's country that was like july and then he had a really like manic bipolar episode i guess it's safe to call now and he in the span of like an hour tweeted maybe 12 different track lists <laughs> for can it. you name can you run us through the names of every unreleased Kanye album that you can think of at the top of your dome oh man sure I guess like the the classic first one is Good Ass Job which was the supposed to follow gra- no 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 oh. this was supposed to follow graduation right Um, and, and story goes this is how like this is how Kanye Kanye is he had an email signature that he had around the time not even college dropout was out but the signature was like 2004 College dropout, 2006, late registration, 2007, graduation, 2009, good-ass job. Like, it followed the whole college thing. Right. So, you'd, you know, you'd go... Yeah, makes, makes so sense. Yeah. Yeah, but then um, good-ass job didn't come because, uh, you know, his mother died, other things happened, and then 808s and heartbreak, and heartbreak. took its place. Yep. Uh, which is just like, you know, that that is kind of the start of 
Kanye's timeline variant albums coming out, I guess <laughs> yeah. you could call it. That that is a uh, redlining uh, situation. Uh, and then following That's that, his Majora's people, mask. Yeah, people were expecting good ass job after 808s. I even think at one point he was like, "Good ass job still happening." Then uh, it was going to be called Donda's Boy, but then it ended up being My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Then nothing for a few years. Then Yeezus was always it. That was going to come out. However, it did have some different titles. One was called Thank God for Drugs, which is very funny, considering 10 years, uh, eight years later, he did a uh, gospel Christian album. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, it was like called Thank God for Drugs, whatever. Then um, after Yeezus, he announced So Help Me God. Yep. Which then became Swish, <laughs> which then became Waves, which then became The Life of Pablo. Right. So arguably that is still the same album. Okay. But there was a rumors of a Yeezus 2 at one point from Rick Rubin just because they left off maybe 20 tracks from those sessions. Cuz Yeezus was completed but then he redid the lyrics and vocals in about 5 days apparently with Rick Rubin's guidance. So he does work well under pressure. He's always been someone who like I think will plan something. It's like you know when you have an essay or something junior you're like I'll get to it, I'll get to it. It's like you start from scratch at midnight. It's like you actually have been Oh yeah, that's, marinate. that's me with my books. Like, I'll, that's I'll, me I'll with have, anything. That's I'll me with articles for work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's me, and you'll always be taking notes. Like you fire up the notes app and write an idea down. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. you you shit it out at the last minute, but you execute at the last minute. I think he's a, he does that a lot. Then after Pablo, what was it? Then he announced Love Everybody, <laughs> which never came out, and it ended up being no. Then no, the day Pablo came out, he already said my next album's called TurboGrafx Sixteen. Do you remember that? Yes, that's right. So that never happened. Then in the lead up to the Wyoming <laughs> I love albums. I Kanye is a gamer. Like, oh, you know, one of the first things he did was be, he, he said the whole reason he can produce is because he got an Amiga when he was a kid. One of the ones you could program on. And he yep. made a Mario clone. Except you're a cock. He's <laughs> a like, cock? he was eight and that's thought it was amazing. really funny. You're a dick walking around and jumping. He like learnt to program and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, without my mum buying me an Amiga and me into gaming. He had a Turbo Graphics. He loved Turbo Graphics. He was like a big gamer as a kid. Yeah. Um, and then he, he announced an album called Love Everybody. And that was going to be the cover was the doctor who performed the um, operation his mother died during. <laughs> and then the doctor right. was like, please don't. And he's like, okay, I won't. And he's like, I've forgiven you. It's okay. Um, and the guy's like, thank you, but just don't put me on the album cover, please. Yeah, that's so, that <laughs> is such that a became, Kanye move. Then that became Ye. But apparently it was a very different album. Ye was famously... Love Everyone was scrapped and famously Ye was put together and written, recorded in like four days. Right. <laughs> After Push's album. So Push's yep. had come out. He had seven days. <laughs> apparently Kim, his uh, wife at the time, intervened and said, you can't put out this album. I think it was very provocative in terms of... Uh, Trump stuff, etc. MAGA hat, blah blah, and so then he did Yay instead, which is a result to him speaking about, you know, his, him and Kim's arguments after him saying slavery was a choice, etc. So it's kind of like I really like Yay because it's this like very particular part in time, and it's like quite sad and like very, very uh, very stripped back. I'm a big fan of it. But then after Yay, what did he say? Shit, I don't know. Oh, that's right. Then he said Yandi, the most famous of them all. And then Yandi never came out and that eventually became Jesus is King. And that was delayed. That had like four release dates, which then brings us to Jesus is King 2, an album he was working on with Dr. Dre, which was like a remix album, which I'm so glad has not eventuated. It's just no need to revisit that era again. Which the era being like a year and a half ago or something at this point, right? Yeah, but with Kanye, it's like, yeah, I mean, you look at the Beatles, you know, you can look at an album cover and they look so, you know what era it is. It's almost the same with Kanye. Like, he's, sure. he becomes his albums and his errors so, like, crazily and just, like, as a king of reinvention. And then after Jesus is King last year, he announced God's Country, which came with that new song, Wash Us in the Blood, the Travis right. Scott one. Okay, yeah. With him. And he's like, new album, God's Country, coming out June. Didn't happen. And then he's like, God's Country is now called Donda. That's coming out July. Didn't happen. Then he's like, Donda's coming and then we didn't hear anything and so then last week we heard a rumor that he played it in Las Vegas which ended up being true he had like a private private um, listening event but then he decided three days later to do a public one 
So he just, I don't know how the information got out. I think Pusha T like Instagrammed it. There was, it was, he hasn't said anything yet still, which is really interesting for a guy that was like famously saying way too much at one point. He's not said anything about this album, this latest period, which is kind of int- like, I do like that approach. I do like not knowing his every thought and his opinion on things. It's just a very, it's, you know, he communicates best through music. I think he always has. He's not fantastic. At, uh, he's not a definitely, good orator. Definitely not on Twitter. <laughs> No, he's actually the king shit poster on Twitter. He's him and Trump at neck for neck for like, like great tweets. But uh, yeah, then they announced this viewing or screenings live stream and it like sold out instantly. And then it happened like three days later, which was crazy in Atlanta where his mother was born. Right. At Mercedes and where he was born too. So he was born in Atlanta, then moved to Chicago when he was like three or something. So you're living like this like three-day period where everyone's like, there's a Kanye West stream happening. You're not really talking about it because it's like the uh, the Switch Pro. It's a rumor. You don't want to give credit to the rumor because it might not be true. But part of yeah. you is like, maybe this will happen. Well, the thing that got me on board for it, the stream happening, not the album coming up, because like I said, he's never said it's coming. Not it, The invite didn't say Donda's release now. It just said like streaming event. So there was that Apple Beats commercial uh, which previewed a, a snippet of one of the tracks. Yep. And it said, like, on, you know, on Beats and Apple's YouTube channel, like, from the stream this Friday. So I was like, okay, that's extremely official. Like, Apple, I don't think, would co-sign something. So, like, they, they put out a, four new phones during COVID. Like, these guys don't <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> miss release dates. You know what I mean? Like, they're really uh-huh. good at sticking to their guns and their promises. So... I was like, I guess this is happening. And then when like, you know, Apple Music, you'd open up the app. It was just like a huge banner for Donda. I was like, fuck, okay, this is either a weird, very realistic dream or (laughs) (laughs) something's happening. Um, But then what's interesting. Yeah. I mean, then the stream happened and he came out and I guess it was, man, I mean, where do you start? You have probably the world's most famous entertainer of the last 10 or 20 years. At least like, like the most, like one of the most genuinely larger than life celebrities of our generation. One of the last ones too. Like there's not many like that anymore, given the social media era where you see everybody's actions. You know what I mean? That's really yes, broken totally. down the mystery of celebrity, but there's still somebody who is like one of the last of the old guard of like for superstars. For better or worse. One of the last. For better or for yeah. worse. Um, standing in the middle of a sold out stadium with its like <laughs> roof open to the heavens not moving, wearing a mask, wearing all red, this amazing like outfit while Akira an unfinished shit. album dedicated to his mother played. Like that's almost like some like Greek mythology shit. You know what I mean? Like some Icarus building <laughs> wings. Like I kept thinking about it. Here's the most famous person. No, but think of it. When you break it down, think of the symbolism. Let's not even talk about the music for a minute. You have, you Dude, have a we're man. We're going to be just breaking down that statement for the next half an hour, I'm sure. No, you have a man who misses his dead mother so much that he feels so responsible for her absence that he has booked and sold out an entire... And he's given back all the money, apparently, to charity. That was part of it, the tickets. But he's put a stadium where she was born, like not in the stadium, but the same town, with the roof opened, having everyone watch him while he stands still in the middle. It's like extremely ritualistic. Almost. You know what I mean now? Like by like a weird, it's something you would read about. Like yeah, but the son the, who the, is... The weird thing is though that it's like, I, if it's him doing a concert, I understand the, the symbolism <clears throat> of that. But it's him, like you said, playing an unfinished album. It's like an album listening party. Like the fact that well, it's what that. Was that? That's this, what it is. But yeah, but like th- th- that makes it like more of a promotional thing and less of a... I think, honestly, he is this, like, so far removed from reality that... I definitely agree with you on that. Oh, yeah. So, he played the album. And we haven't got to, like, the craziest part yet. But, like, I'm just... I keep going back to, like, a part of it where there was a song. Did you listen to it all or watch it or...? Yeah, yeah. I I tuned in and out for some... I mean, I... The fact that, like, yeah, when when it actually started, it was a very gospel-y, Jesus is King era... Kind mm. of, kind of start. I was like, oh no, here we go. But it did get better pretty fast. Well, um, yeah, you know that his mother. As you've listened, his mother's like words are all over the album. There's quite a lot of calls, which I thought was awesome. Like, I like that she's all over it. But there's one in particular that he like cuts and samples, where she keeps repeating, "Never turn your back on family," and that kept repeating as he's like 
singing 808 style, I've lost my family, while his ex-wife was like meters from him with their kids. And I was like, this is one of the most surreal things I can think of, like not even about music, not about celebrity, just like a sold out stadium while a man is standing still wearing a mask while a song with him and his dead mother saying, I've lost my family while his said family, lost family is watching. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, this is like this, this that 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 deserves an hour breakdown on its own, Fuck, dude. Imagine but, yeah, like I unpacking thought... who your father is when your dad is Kanye West, as as he does just, every just, insane thing. What? Just how exactly? Like who? I've never I've never heard of anything like this before. And then you know the stream happened. I think like as a single body of work, I think it's his for me. It's my favorite thing he's done, even unfinished since Jesus. I like his, the hyper focused kind of nature of it um so have have you gone back and listened to the stream a couple times or yeah two times where can can you do that Uh, i'll send it to you the same place i i got pig from (laughs) uh but yeah it's um i mean look the album's now looking to come out next friday who knows but listening back i'm like yeah this is like easily his best body of work i do like a lot of pablo but i do find it uh, overstays its welcome and its erraticness i think is one of its letdowns because so, Pablo once started off as yeah. like a ten-track album and then became a twenty-one-track album over. Yeah, so Pablo, course. I love, but I like, like you say, I, I love ten tracks off it. I couldn't tell you what the other eleven are, you know. Yeah. See, the best thing about Jesus, I love. It's thirty-five minutes, ten tracks, and there's like a real constant mission with it. It's like sets out to do something and does it exceptionally well. Whether or not you like that sonically is fine or otherwise, but it does achieve its lean packaging. And I think Donda kind of taps into that. There's a theme, uh, you know, it's about his mother. Uh, I found the production really interesting. Probably his best production in a long time, like just in terms of sonics and strange sounds. And to me, it sounded like what I wanted Jesus as King was. Like there are references to choirs and gospel, but it's not at all the theme of the album. It's not about, it's not like a worship album. It's still about him and his mother and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think to the the fact it's called Donda, he's really placing a very high expectation of what, to put out under his mother's name. You know what I mean? Which is why there's like yeah, a, yeah, quite a laborious. Sure. So what was interesting when it ended and it ended with something that I could never have predicted. The, uh, it looks like the beef has been patched up between uh, Kanye West and, you know, one of the people who I guess is responsible for his superstardom or rise to it, Jay-Z, which I did not see coming at all. Yeah. So he shows up at the, on, on the last song. That's the first time they've worked together in how long? Four or five years. And this is like Jay Z didn't even just go to Kanye and Kim's wedding. Um, yeah, but if, and he recorded the verse there four hours before it premiered. Like in the, the verse, the verse is like a stinker, but it's kind of it's still. Oh, it's 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 like Jay Z two thousand and five onwards. Like, <laughs> no, he's definitely capable of doing good stuff now, but that is definitely not it, Chief. It's I wonder so, if he will. Uh, it's just like because it, it, it's like quite a like I said the the beat that he's rap, they're rapping over there's there's actually like a, a a kind of a lack of drums across the whole album. It's very spatial kind of. Uh, it's very production. blonde, very um, Frank Ocean blonde. But yeah, it's just Mike Dean playing guitar, and I, like I, I said to you listening to it, it sounds like Brain Stew by um by Green Day, and yeah, uh, it's, it, but it's also got some like eighties hair metal vibes. It's like yes, very, definitely. Yeah, um, I really Jay- like that song. But I mean, I, the symbolism of like that. So slow. But yeah, like you said, yeah, the symbolism, like hearing him come in, like I immediately said to you, is that Jay? Like it was just him. Everyone doing, was like, just the, like, the what the hell? The top. Yeah. 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 And uh, he mentions it's, a line. He's like, um, don't worry, Donda, I've got your boy. We've got that red cap off him now. Something like that. Like it yeah. sounds like he's addressing, you know, the beef or what caused the beef. So I don't know. Then, that was then, like, he, then he goes on to say, Hover and Yeezus were like Moses and Jesus, which is one yeah, of the brother. worst lines I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> I wonder if he will re-record it. I absolutely think he will because like people, like you said, like the, the moment is, is great, but like people take, p- picking that apart as an album, it's going to be very different. Definitely. Um, but yeah, you know, there was some really, at the end of it all, I was like, okay, that's thankfully not what I expected. It was very, di- I had, <laughs> okay. I had, oh, not okay. what I expected. I had no idea what to expect Bowser from that Jr., record. Okay. Jay-Z. Okay. <laughs> Travis Scott. Okay. little Baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we, you, you sent me a clip like a couple of days beforehand of, of Kanye and Tyler doing something together. Did that eventually? Yeah, so that song was left off, and apparently the Las Vegas actual um, event 
had different songs. So I'm guessing he's gauging reactions. So right, I, that's why I'm like, I, you know, this was the public one. Uh, I really liked that track with him and Pusher. One of the, like, what I think should be the opening track. It's called Donder, I think. Right. Which is them going line for line over like a piano. I thought that was like yeah, that was cool. extremely. And that's like, to me, you know what the, the big takeaway of this album was? To me, it reminded it, it was the type of music Kanye should be doing now in his career, like in his mid 40s. Like he's not yep. a singles chaser. He, he should not be looking for singles or radio hits. Like it was like the introspective, self-reflective Kanye. And I'm like, this is what, that's what a rapper of that ilk should be doing at that age. I hated it when, when it came out, but there's now a charm going back and listening to Watch the Throne as Jay-Z and Kanye pretend to be like young guys going out oh, to the club. It's a time like, and a place that could never happen again. Like, it's so funny that the other, you know, team-up album he's done is Kids See Ghost. And that's like, a lot of people remember when it came out said it's like the mental health Watch the Throne. There's two guys who like, <laughs> you know, Kid Cudi and Kanye, two very like, you know, well-respected dudes in their fields, but very famously have suffered from like, you know, mental health issues. And it's kind of like the inverse of Watch the Throne where they're bragging about hotels, champagne, models. And it's like, it's almost like Kid Sea Ghost is the hangover to the Watch the Throne lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they do suit each other. One, like they kind of are like these funny bookends of what 10 years of living like a Watch the Throne lifestyle could do to you. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then afterwards, the, that Jay-Z song we just mentioned ended. Kanye stood there for about three minutes <laughs> while the audience roared, walked off, and it's not rumor anymore. It's been confirmed. He has not left since. I think he's honestly, from what I've heard from people, he's very inspired and affected by the audience's reaction and the energy, uh-huh. to put in air quotes, of what happened in the stadium. Uh, and so he is in there now. He set up a studio, a sleeping quarters, and is finishing the album there until he comes out. I like he so won't leave let, apparently. Let's pull up the picture that was that's been tweeted that shows off what um what Kanye's current living situation is. Yeah. Um, so Kanye has so, interestingly taken to Instagram. He did the old delete everything and start from scratch again, which uh you know, is the sign of album rollout in this here day and age usually. He's he's followed by millions of people, but he only follows, follows one, one person, Kim Kardashian's wife. Yep. Yeah. And his most recent post could be a college dorm, a Scandinavian jail cell where they have TVs and stuff, or the sleeping quarters of what has now been coined Donda Studios slash Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mm. So he has a single bed with one pillow. (laughs) That's in one corner of the room. It is so so small. (laughs) I mean, this is like change rooms. You know, this is it's a sporting area. So I guess this is something like... You know, there's a TV in there, I guess, for watching what's happening out in the stadium. There are four pairs of shoes, two of them, two, three of them Yeezys, <laughs> a suitcase, and some, not much else. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably have like four changes of clothes. In, like, yeah. One, one thing hanging up in the, in the cupboard, everything else just on the floor. But it's funny, he was, there was like a soccer game played there the next day and you probably saw there's just photos of him walking around the stadium wearing the same outfit from the day before with like the mask. The, the yeah, so the mask is like, it's not just like, we're not talking about like a mask that everyone's wearing because of COVID. It's like a full face mask. It's brown. Yeah. Um, and he, it, he <laughs> it's looks full, like a, yeah. It's Phantom yeah. of the Opera shit. He's moved into this it looks stadium like a, and it looks like a Power Rangers putty. Oh, he looks like he's robbing someone. Yeah. But apparently, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like a stocking over the, his head. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It and the Vegas one were very different. So I'm wondering now if he's like picking the best from both listenings. Another rumor is going around. The stadium has added, I think, an event for the next August for another streaming event of the same album. So it could be the final version. Who knows what it is. What if he just he just moves into the stadium and this is where he lives now? Yeah, what if the album ever comes out and every three weeks we hear an updated version of it as a live global streaming event? It's like, he said Pablo was a living, breathing album. It really wasn't. It was just updated a few times. This could be it. Yeah, you, like, where are you going, Angus? Oh, I'm going to the Kanye West Stadium to hear the latest yeah. version of Donda. I just think it's... Like, yeah, there's all these Vanity Fair, Kanye West now confirming to be living in Atlanta Stadium. You just, I could not have predicted this when years ago he was uh, having his MAGA, um, you know, moment. Now he's a 
artist in this in every sense of the word so much that he's moved into a stadium to finish an album like this is one of those stories that you'd hear about like you know bob dylan going electric or something yeah it's like kanye west moving into a stadium there's just something how, like how much money is he pumping into living in a stadium who knows i mean maybe there's not a lot of events there at the moment given covid i mean maybe it's just you know he's not taking up much space stadium has a lot of places you can do stuff in do you reckon they're like there's like staff that are like, oh, Kanye, can we get you nicer amenities? He's like, no, no, just you know, keep it out. He's always been well. one for minimalism. Yeah, ever yeah, since well, this Rick, is about uh, as minimal. It looks like a prison cell. So, yeah, well, there are like European <laughs> prison cells which are nicer. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bonkers. I mean, look, I I, I prefer this shenanigan style to his uh, political shenanigans. I'll take insane self indulgent artistry over. Um, Absolutely. Ill-informed Ill politics and uh, yeah, it's, it's great uh, by, getting with, like, with a with a yeah, like I, it's great getting like just, you know you you won't believe what Kanye's done now and and then when you go to see it, you're getting a big like smile on your face because it's so funny. Yeah, I just kind of it's pretty amazing. Like kudos to a guy who's basically stayed extremely relevant for over almost two decades now, which is kind of bonkers to do. So funny looking at that photo from when he was on SNL during the Yay era when he's wearing the MAGA hat and he's standing yeah. next. There's a cast photo. It's like him, Adam Driver. And Cuddy looks miserable. Oh, no, that one. Yeah, with Adam Driver. And then um, so, what's his name? Uh, uh, so, Keenan Thompson. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so it was tweeted a second listening party for Donda at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, August 6, 8 p.m. So we could be doing this again next Friday. Which <laughs> <laughs> is kind of amazing. So... We're laughing at how unhinged Kanye is, but can you please describe to our dear listeners uh, your environment as you experienced the uh, the Donda screening? Oh, sure. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I'm not really a sport guy uh, or a car guy, as we've discovered. But, uh, you know, you see when people, you know, they paint their face in team colors, they wear jerseys. I thought I'd uh, channel any Kanye energy I had and kind of... Uh, decorated my living room to you know looking at Kanye's uh sleeping quarters there it was far more exuberant than anything he has at the moment <laughs> it was about <laughs> I think I valued it at, I think it was over 15k worth of uh clothing <laughs> yeah so, there was about 15 pairs of Yeezy sneakers just kind of in a in a paganistic a I seance, guess now upon yeah, reflection yeah. <laughs> yeah just kind of uh and the most expensive pairs were in the middle. It was kind of like a tiered <laughs> system. Then hanging around, uh, the, the I have like a board, I guess like a skirting board. It's one of those older houses going uh, like Art Deco board things. So I hung all of my shirts on hangers from it around. The, all your Kanye about, shirts, be specific. Yeah, about so. 20 shirts. Um, I wore a beanie like he was, like a balaclava. <laughs> uh, yeah, just... Put out all the vinyls, all the magazine covers, anything I had really, and just kind of channeled it. It was cool. I was like, okay, <laughs> what, what, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. The opening ceremony is on tonight. How weird! This is this was, you know, this was way better than the opening ceremony as well. Uh, yeah, it was uh, amazing. I, I knew that you had like a bunch of Kanye stuff, but I was like shocked at how much Kanye shit you own. Seeing it all yeah. together was like hilarious. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, did you watch any of the opening ceremony? Yeah, I watched it all. Really? Which I That's don't crazy. do. I know I just said I'm not a sports guy, but... You surrounded yourself with all the sporting equipment in your house. Well, I watched it because, you know, it is the Japanese one and you and I were so amped and curious to see what happened. But there's actually like, I, I don't know if you've seen it, there was a, quite a lot of uh, discourse, obviously, about this Olympics, about COVID, whether they should be happening, etc. Not that, but about the opening ceremony. Did you see this? How like yeah, yeah. it was pitched and- from like a young uh, female creative and the opening uh, the opening would have been like a blackened, uh, what do they call them? A blackened, um, what do you call it? Like a stadium? Yeah. And then you heard a red a and saw a light. Yeah, black and McRib. But you heard like a bicycle rev and then lights and it was going to open with uh, Canada's bike and he was there and it was all like based on pop culture. Yeah, I know there was going to be a big 8-bit section as well, which Miyamoto helped put together. And it yeah, and the whole thing was axed so, and put in favor of some like shitty ad agency or something, wasn't it? Like an I advertising? Know, yeah, I know that like, yeah, like the, the girl, she left because someone got, got put in her position who then had to leave because of a scandal. Um, there were so many scandals. There was a Holocaust joke. There was all this stuff in the lead up. That, that dude like, Cornelius, that 
Japanese mm. um, music producer, DJ producer, yeah. Who I like, like he was like one of my like I, I loved him. He was when huge I was in, in the noughties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it turns out he was he's like like an enormous dirtbag who like forced a mentally handicapped kid at his school to like eat his own shit. That's Have right. And said, he, yeah. But he bragged about it in an interview, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So all these old interviews came to light, and so he got at the last like you know a week before the opening ceremony, he got booted. The director um, got fired the day before for making Holocaust <laughs> jokes. Fucking I mean, wild either, shit. either this like, is like the most in, uh, intense 4D chess version of protesting the Olympics that we just haven't <laughs> comprehended yeah. yet. But yeah, but like, yeah, look, Nintendo I was watching out it. I was because of because yeah, Nintendo pulled out. Got, got, I'm actually canceling the thing Miyamoto worked on. Fucking idiots! Yeah, it had potential to be the best opening ceremony ever, and it was just like utter trash. I didn't watch any of it. I just heard some people excited that there was like Monster Hunter music playing and shit like that. Persona songs, I guess. Yeah. It was like... Final Fantasy. Just, you had one chance to have the Olympics in the same year when the Akira Olympics were supposed to be. It's never going to happen again. And you fucked it. You know what I mean? That's like... Wait, when, when was... In 2020 or 2021? What's... In... Akira is set in 2019... But right. the stadium is being built for the Tokyo 2020 Games, oh, which cool. uh, uh, was rightly predicted, which is insane within that itself. That is bonkers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I guess we, we're going to do some Olympics talk tonight uh, because... Uh, I thought we, we just did. What, what else is there? Man, Sonic uh, and we're, Mario? We're going to report on every <laughs> single event because you're. But Sonic we all and know you're there? a big sports fan. No, we're we're going to talk about... Uh, my favorite sports event, uh, UK football, specifically the first episode of Ted Lasso season two. Oh um, yeah, we watch that. Uh, and um, so weird we- to have a thing we watch. Yeah, week on week off. Oh man, I-, I meant to start watching it today. There's a new Chip and Dale animated series on Disney Plus. Have you seen the trailer for that? No, I'm gonna watch that with the kids tomorrow. But uh, in 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 more more recent things that we have seen, there's a new trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh and, yeah, uh, I knew there was something else. There's the, the 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 funniest thing to come from it, and the, the, all the news coming from it is so funny. But today I learned that uh, so that basically they're, they're, they're ushering in a new a new generation of Ghostbusters and their kids this time. Uh, yeah. And one of the kids' names, like his, the character's name, is Podcast. It's what you're listening to right now. So we're gonna we're gonna unpack that in Payfan. Apparently, tonight. his name was originally um, two white guys, but they decided to uh, <laughs> collectively, yeah, bring them together. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just listen to Hey Fam, but once once the Hey Fam lights go off, the Pay Fam lights come on, and uh, we record a second episode, another hour of us uh, unpacking all of the important issues, um, like Ghostbusters, Ted Lasso, the new uh, Marvel Lego sets that are coming out, and uh, I watched Your Name and Weathering with you on the weekend. Angus did some stuff. We're going to talk about that. If you want to come and listen to us continue this conversation, patreon.com slash Hey Fam. And uh, while we're talking Patreons, uh, I just put up a new mix on my uh, on my DJ Patreon, which is patreon.com slash levdog. And uh, speaking of Kanye, uh, it is a frequent collaborator of Kanye back in the day, uh, T-Pain. I did a mix that's like 90 minutes of my favorite T-Pain songs, uh, because as we discussed last week, uh, every, every few years, T-Pain uh, makes the news because he does like a, a TV appearance or something like that without using auto-tune and everyone is like, oh, wow, I didn't realize T-Pain was actually good. So I made a mix called T-Pain Has Always Been Good. And it's like 40 songs by or featuring T-Pain, including a bunch of Kanye songs. Um, Well, specifically Good Life. And then uh, also the Rick Ross song, Maybach Music 2. (laughs) 2. Which is one of the fucking best uh, T-Pain hooks ever. That Just him just screaming, realest shit I ever wrote the best so much fun he's such a he, he's such a sweetheart but the Isn't uh he? oh man he's so good he did like a, a an instagram post today and um he, just him doing his top five rappers of all time and like it's pretty close to my top five r- favorite rappers of all time we'll who's in that through... porky pig from uh space jam and new legacy that's right yeah yeah we'll go through it in in, in, in pay fan tonight um yeah, but sick. the the maybach music 2 um verse that kanye does i think is the funniest kanye uh, verse certainly the funniest is, is, line is Little Wayne on that song as well. Yeah, Little Wayne, Rick Ross, yeah. and um, T Pain, um, and and Kanye. But Kanye does the opening verse, and it has the line, "I hit the strip club and girls get extra hype. You hit the strip club and girls turn extra dyke." 
<laughs> Just that bonkers, bonkers Kanye. <laughs> we know who not getting no sex tonight. <laughs> oh, I remembered. Um, you and I were talking last week. We we're like worst Kanye lines. I remembered one that is my favorite that I forgot to say. Um, it's from uh, All Mine off Ye. It's um. And it kind of just reminded me then when he said it. He says, uh, um, let me hit it raw like fuck the outcome. None of us would be here without cum. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, God. <laughs> I think, like, <laughs> just maybe the best line I've ever heard in a song. Because it's true. Just the line, none of us would be here without cum. That's brilliant. I, that should be on a That's t-shirt. amazing. I, I, that should be the merch he sells. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely. a shirt that says, none of us would be here without cum. It's a real makes you think situation, isn't it? So yeah, you can hear the T-Fain mix and uh, dozens of other mixes I've made in the last year at patreon.com slash levdog. And you can hear us continue the HeyFam train over at PayFam, which is patreon.com slash HeyFam. Thank you so much for listening. Take care we of yourselves love you, and we'll baby. see you soon. Yeah, yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.